Good evening, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to Poise with No Regret. This is a juicy topic tonight, so I want you to grab your beverages, get your snacks, get cozy, get that nice warm blanket, and let's have a discussion. So I actually have a confession. I recorded this once and deleted it upon publishing. <laughs> so it's not going to be a very long episode. Um, but I did want to bring up a topic of discussion that came up for me when watching a reality show. And the question that came from it is very deep, I assure you. I know you say, what can be so deep watching this reality TV? <laughs> but honestly, um, last night when watching Married to Medicine season six, the I believe it was part three of the reunion, a very serious topic came up and that was domestic violence. So, one of the couples, Gregory and Quad, Greg is a is a psychiatrist here in Atlanta, and Quad is his soon-to-be ex-wife, and or they may have been divorced. I, I I'm not sure by now, um, because um, it was recorded a, a few months ago. But his soon-to-be ex-wife at the time, they were doing an interview with Andy, and Andy is the one who facilitates all of the the reunion interviews. So. He facilitates, he's the boss at Bravo, so he facilitated this interview with the two of them, and it came up that there was a lot of physical abuse in the relationship, and particular, you know it's bad when somebody says, we don't want to go this route, don't play this game with me, oh Gregory, don't start this up, anytime somebody says don't start or don't go this this route, <laughs> you know that they have some incriminating evidence and or is, are, are about to drop a serious bomb. And that's exactly what she did. Uh, she, Quad, said that her husband had thrown a TV, snatched it off the wall and thrown it, had thrown her to the ground, had driven off, sped, speeding, sped off and saying that he was going to kill both of them um, while she was in the car and that they just had some really tumultuous days and nights. Um, to paraphrase, Greg said that Quad pulled a knife out on him and it went back and forth. And then Quad says, well, don't even play that game with me because you were pinning me down to the ground. And so it was this back and forth. And finally, Andy says, well, okay, so is it safe to say that y'all were abusive to each other? And they both said, yes, there was there was abuse in our marriage. And the interesting thing that came up and the question that I have is from the reactions of the castmates. Now, in terms of gender, what I noticed was that the women, all of the the wives, and some of the wives are um, physicians as well. So the husbands are married to medicine, and the some of the wives are married to medicine. So the wives were split in half, but they all showed reaction. They all were vocal 
vocal in some way. Whereas the men, it seemed like they just faded into the background. They didn't have any emotion where it's not because they're just men and they're quiet. Oh no, (laughs) this bunch of guys is very opinionated. And throughout the season, um, even last season, they were saying to their, their friend Greg, you know, hey, Greg, get your wife back. You know, it's not that far gone. Y'all can still be friends. This relationship can be salvaged. And when this happened, it was like they just, mum's the word, they were silent. And the women, while vocal, they were split. So some of the women, two in particular, said, you know, hey, had I known that there was abuse involved, I would not have ever ever pushed for you and your husband to get back together we didn't know no man should ever hit a woman and there were two other women one Mariah who I like I like all the ladies but I like Mariah and the other Toya well I like Toya too but they both said something interesting and that was hey um let's not say abuse let's not throw abuse around he didn't hit her well wait a minute (laughs) it was like wait were y'all not watching the same interview that everybody else was watching and Andy said okay they both admitted that the relationship was abusive and it just it made me think for one I, I know this to be very well just because of some work that I've done that a lot of education needs to be had surrounding what domestic violence is there are several different types of domestic violence but when it comes to physical people do think about it as it's somebody striking or hitting an individual uh, cutting pulling hair biting all of those things that leave marks or bruises or broken bones and that's not the case um domestic violence particularly physical abuse does include intimidation And it includes aggressive behavior. Um, So that that throwing and destroying property, um, those are included under that umbrella. So the things that she described, um, even the threats, that that would be intimidation of I'm going to kill you. Uh, And we don't know what else happened. If if those were the things that were revealed um, and pulling the knife, that's that's physical abuse as well. Um, So. that's just what they revealed to us there there may have and more more than likely were many other incidents that we're not privy to that um were serious cause for alarm so back to 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 my point there that there's a lot of education that needs to um that we need to to provide to the community and that that we need to have a discussion about um, as far as what actually is abuse or or, um, qualifies as abusive behavior. So that, that was point one. But point two, the difference in the genders and how they reacted, while I may not have agreed with the responses of some of the ladies, they still had a reaction, you know, they were still vocal, which most of the time, I mean, that's how, that's how women are. <laughs> we, we talk, we have opinions, we're opinionated, you know, and it is, the women are the, the main stars of the show, whether they're, they're, 
medical providers or they're married to medicine. They are all um, the stars of the show. So, you know, it's not uncommon for them to have very vocal opinions. But that wasn't what struck me as much as the men. They were very silent. And the men typically, they're like I said, they're opinionated, this bunch. And they've been opinionated about Quad and about Greg's relationship up until now. Up until abuse was involved. Now, I'm not saying that when the reality show was over, they didn't discuss any of this or they didn't talk to their wives or to Greg. But just for the purposes of what we saw. And the reactions and how they were different. The men were silent. And I think I know that it's just as important for us to hear from men how abuse is wrong. Um, it's just as important hearing from them as it is for us to hear from women. You know, we need to, to hear um, from men. This is not OK. This is not right you need to make amends you need to get the help you need to get and not just with Greg you know not talking about him but in general in society speaking up when they see something or they see someone um, misusing or uh, involved in any misconduct in any way especially now in the climate that we're living in I mean this is the time uh, we're in the Me Too movement and it's great that us women are rallying around for ourselves but men also need to be involved in this greater discussion um, and advocating. And advocating doesn't look like what we think it always looks like. It's not always participating in a march or getting 50,000 signatures for a petition or speaking live on CNN. It's not always um, advocacy on a, a large scale, but advocacy starts at home. And it starts with having... Um, Discussion and communication with family members, friends about these issues, uh, relationships, misconduct, um, and calling a thing a thing, abuse. It, it starts at home and it starts also with your friends and, t- and telling them or family members too, heck, you know, this is not okay. What, what you're going through is not okay this man or woman shouldn't be abusing you because yes, women are abusive too and it affects everyone black, white, old, young rich, poor no one is exempt it is a serious epidemic in the world and especially um, now we're finding out more and more in our country people have been silent about it people were silent about it for so long back in the day and and still are because there's so much surrounding it. It can be convoluted. It it is. I mean, there, there's so many layers, um, generational curses, and if you were a victim, um, you're being victim shamed or you're being blamed or no one believes you or you have to come up with these excuses. And so, it, it's a lot um, to take in and it's a lot to speak out about. But at the end of the day. It's important. It's important for everyone to be a part of the discussion, again, because it affects everyone. Um, One in three women are abused and one in seven. And the the statistics could have changed, but roughly men, young boys are being abused 
So, and it affects um, couples from all nationalities, religions, same-sex couples, the LGBT community. It's it's everywhere. So the silence is just as deadly as sometimes the abuse itself. You know, it really can be. So we have to be careful. And I know you can't just go around and there's protocol. <laughs> you know, sometimes there's, there's, it's not just easy just to speak out when we're talking about abuse. Um, sometimes speaking out can put the victim in harm's way if you're not careful about it. But that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about friends who have all been involved. I mean, this couple has been married or have dated and been married for over a span of about 10 years. So they're friends with Quad just as much as they are Greg. And when both parties of the couple, both both admit that this has been abusive. I think because the guys, again, <laughs> and watching from last season up until now, and I'm not laughing because it's funny, but it's just, it's, it, it's just very interesting. The guys have said, you know, Quad can be a lot to handle, and she has the mouth, or she doesn't do the things that make him happy. He wants a child. She doesn't want to give him a child, and they've been very quick to point out the, her, her shortcomings. But when it came to hearing that their friend had been abusive, they didn't step in and and say, oh, no, that's not right. That's not cool. You need to get help, brother. Or you need to apologize, which he did apologize. But and we don't know again after the show, they could have said these things. They're friends in real life. This is reality TV that we got. But just from what we were presented, it was very, very, very very different how the men reacted versus the women and that was silent versus vocal and so I just want that discussion um to be had with your family with your friends with people that you know you meet in the community that may share something with you and you just think about this topic tonight um just have I been silent, speaking out, just saying, I'm sorry sometimes that that happened to you. That's speaking out in a way because you're acknowledging um, the victim's feelings. The, the victim is very difficult to just say and, and open up that, that space, that sore, that, I mean, I could imagine how painful it was for her to open up and release that on television, on national television, that this is what's been going on in her marriage and so publicly, you know, that there had to be a vulnerability there. And for her to put that out there and not hear from the guys, the, the, the comforting words of the women, of course, I'm sure was, was comforting for her. But I think that, again, the weight that men have in this discussion is just as important as what women have. And, and it could just be so healing, I believe, for a man to say, wow, you know, Quad, I didn't know you were going through that. That wasn't cool either. Had I known that, we wouldn't have been pushing for y'all to get back together. It was a toxic relationship, you know. The same thing 
that they were saying before when they were in support of it. I think that they could have been supportive and they may have been after on a personal level, but just what we saw. And and I think that this happens quite a bit. Um, men are speaking out more from what we see in the media. I think because of the Me Too movement, uh, it's moving the needle in in the right direction. But for so long, you just don't hear um, people talking about um, men saving our daughters or saving our sisters, you know, and it's just as important. We need, we need you guys um, to come out uh, more and more and to encourage your friends to advocate for their friends and their family more and more. And it, it, it starts within our circles. So I'm just curious to know what other people think. And I think we should continue this discussion and the things that come about um, people in the surrounding um, parts of our lives and what their role is, what's overstepping, you know, what's saying too much. Um, But also when is not acknowledging a detriment? When is your silence hurtful? And and figuring out, you know, right is right and wrong is wrong. We easily can speak out about a murder or a theft or a sexual assault. But when it comes to emotional abuse, financial abuse, spiritual or or religious abuse, physical abuse, sexual abuse, all of these other facets... For some reason, it becomes murky waters. We don't want to rock the boat. And I can understand that for the safety of the victim. But when the victim's safety is not at risk, I wonder why there's so much um, delicacy around the issue of speaking out against um, what's wrong. So let's talk about it some more. (laughs) Agree to disagree, but do it with no regret. Um respectfully of course respect other people's opinions but um let's let's continue this at some point and I really appreciate you for tuning in tonight I hope that this may have sparked some thoughts for you that you may not have had before and um let's let's talk again soon so until we meet again thanks and have a good night